The following is a presentation of the Speed Sport Podcast Network. Kyle Busch won the season opener at Talladega. DeGroot was second. He's the reigning champion. It's the iRacers Download, where reality meets the virtual world of auto racing. Cardwell hoping it stays green. He nearly spins it around. Who's it going to be, Cardwell, Berkeley, or someone else? iRacing's executive director, Dale Earnhardt Jr. I think that NASCAR is starting to see the value and the opportunities that can present themselves working with iRacing. From the Speed Sport Podcast Studios, powered by My Race Pass, here are your hosts, Justin Prince and Taylor Burris. Welcome to another episode of the iRacers Download on the Speed Sport Podcast Studio, powered by My Race Pass. Taylor Burris here, along with special co-host for tonight, Dustin Logston from Nerd TV, and our producer is none other than the great Richard Colbreth. Dustin, first and foremost, thank you for coming on and joining me for co-hosting tonight on the iRacers Download, and we got a lot of great things to talk about here in the world of iRacing. Uh, first and foremost, thanks for having me on here. Uh, it should be a fun show, and you're absolutely right. I mean, there's uh, there's a lot to cover. I mean, it's, you're talking a lot of different iRacing series going on, ranging from the dirt side, uh, road to pro, a lot of, lot of stuff to talk about here, not to mention a little bit uh, of hints from iRacing on uh, you know future releases. So definitely should be a good show tonight. It certainly is. Of course, our special guest who will be joining us later on today on the iRacers Download is going to be two-time winner of the eNASCAR Road to Pro Qualifying iRacing Series. It is none other than Andrew Navarro. He sits second in the standings right now in the championship, but he did collect his second win of the championship run, being one of the only drivers to collect multiple wins in this round of the championship qualifying series. And a lot of people are looking at him and Tranquility Esports as one of those top teams to beat. But we'll talk to him a little bit later on, Dustin. Yeah, and like you said, he's definitely a hot commodity right now. Uh, he's definitely been making a name for himself. Like you said, in, in four starts right now for the uh, the Road to Pro, um, three out of those four have been top five finishes for him right now. The only blemish he has uh, is that unfortunate Pocono race where he finished 24th. Um, but, I mean, you're talking two wins. He's, he's sitting at 50% right now. Uh, win ratio so he's definitely been hot and you can't count out his uh, tranquility teammate Kenny Brady sitting p4 right now in the standings as well so that team's definitely hopping they certainly are and speaking of we are going to take a quick commercial break but when we come back we will be with Andrew Navarro winner for two races so far in the E-NASCAR qualifying series on iRacing you're listening to the iRacers download from the Speed Sport podcast studio powered by my race pass Welcome back to the iRacers Download from the Speed Sport Podcast Studio, powered by My Race Pass. Taylor Burris here along with Dustin Logston, along with our producer Richard Colbreth, as we are joined by a special guest. He is a two-time winner in the E-NASCAR Qualifying iRacing Series, Andrew Navarro from Tran Tranquility Esports. Andrew, a very strong season for you in round two of the qualifying series. You were able to pick up your second win over at Lucas Oil Raceway Park, or IRP, this past week. Walk us through the chance of racing there at that circuit in the trucks, as well as also coming home with that win. Um, yeah, the uh, the uh, it was a very interesting race. Um, a bunch of different strategies were going to play out if green flag running happened. Uh, luckily, no one saw that because that was going to be a really mixed bag because no one really knew where anyone was going to be on strategy. I think we had like eight different strategies that you know we're about the same pace at the end of the race. So we were, we were kind of hoping that it wouldn't come down to that. And it didn't, thankfully. Um, 
we got a few cautions. Our car was pretty good on the long run. Um, the, I don't know, it was just really weird. The track uh, surface, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, is like no other on iRacing. So it's like, it's got grip on entry, and then you slowly falls away, and it, it's, uh, it's definitely a lot of fun to race there. It certainly is, and of course, with this second win of the season for you, that puts you second in the point standings, as well as also one of the only drivers who has multiple wins this championship. What does that confidence help you realizing as we're over the halfway point of the season, what this means for you as far as maybe even, one, winning this second round of the championship, and two, being one of those drivers that everyone's going to be watching when we head over to the Contender Series later on in the winter? Um, I mean, yeah, it's a confidence booster to go back-to-back. Um, granted, we would have loved to have dominated IRP. Uh, we were really good at Michigan. Uh, we did a strategy call to get the win at IRP, but we were still in contention the, throughout the entire race. So it's definitely a confidence boost. Um, but yeah, that, that was the goal going in to win the championship, and uh, we're pretty close to it. Unfortunately, we have a really bad race at Pocono, which we're hoping to keep as our drop week towards the end of the season so we'll see how it all plays out now you had talked about uh andrew first and foremost thanks for joining us uh here on the podcast um you talked about that race that happened at pocono definitely an unfortunate event there p24 uh that literally is your only blemish right now that you have going uh this far into the round uh with that there is a couple tracks that are coming up now uh, the remaining schedules got darlington uh, next week, followed by Dirt Bristol and then Texas. So definitely a couple finesse tracks and there are driver tracks coming up. Uh, what is your game plan going into these final three rounds, or events rather, to ensure that that Pocono is your worst finish and your only drop race? Um, I mean, we've already uh, we started quite early on uh, Darlington already working on the truck. Um, I think we'll be we'll be decent there. We're not going to be spectacular, I don't think. But we'll be, you know, at least in the mix. Um, Bristol Dirt, that's going to be the tough one. We got to keep that uh, very, uh, you know, just stay out of trouble. Try to scour for a top 15. That's about it. Because um, I've never raced on really on dirt in a competitive scene at all. So I have no clue what to expect. And then uh, Texas is a mile and a half. So, and traditionally we've been, I think our finishes in round one were like, seventh and fifth and fourth so i'm hoping for a good showing there absolutely and a good showing hopefully is what you guys will get uh now talking about that you say we because you can't forget your teammate kenny brady who's also uh been having a a good run as well i mean right now tranquility you know esports is sitting second and fourth right now in the standings how does that feel going in with um, you know, this many events already done and in the books. How does that feel right now, showing how strong that your team is uh, with these last three events in line? Yeah, I think um, we came into the to the season. No one really knew us. Uh, we got made fun of a lot for <laughs> rebranding every five minutes. Uh, you know, we had to remove some people, add some people. Uh, so it's been a it's been a struggle. But I think, uh, I know Kenny really wanted to make a statement this year because he made round two last year to, you know, go far in this season. And uh, I hope we're, I hope I'm making him very happy with, I mean, he's fourth in points, uh, first without a uh, a win in points. So 
uh, I mean, it's just a really big team effort. Uh, we don't have as many people as other teams, but uh, we got definitely, I would say, the toughest group on here. Now, of course, Andrew, you've been on the service since 2016. You've been, of course, a Florida native, just like myself, but down towards the south part of Florida for the most part. What is it like since coming on the iRacing service? How much of the growth of this simulation service has provided and changed ever since you came back on or came on in 2016? Yeah, in 2016, I came on for a while, and then I think I stopped. And then 2018, I kind of picked it up again, and then came back 2020 uh the tires were the biggest thing i noticed uh i was awful on the old one in like 2016 uh, i had no clue what i was doing um but yeah they've they've uh improved it i mean we're getting restart zones which is awesome uh actually did a test race yesterday with the restart zones on it i mean iRacing's doing a great job you know working on it constantly so and that they they really are, uh, you know, working on that, which is always a good thing. Uh, but I mean, that just goes to show, you know, you guys are constantly practicing, constantly trying to get better. Uh, talking about your race wins again, two out of your four starts, you're at a 50 percent win ratio. I want to kind of touch base on your Michigan win. Um, I know that if some of the uh, listeners out there didn't get a chance to tune in to the live race broadcast of that, that was kind of a special win for you, was it not? Yeah, it was a. Uh... First round two win, uh, we had Scott. We surprised him with the uh, the truck, the wrap on the truck. Uh, so we made him really happy, which was nice. It was also his birthday that following Saturday. Um, and we, I mean, we had the speed that week. That was, uh, it was a great time. It's always good when you win and you have the fastest truck. That it does. Uh, and like I said, you know, you talked about Scott Martin. It was a special win. And I know you guys wanted to surprise him with that. And it was a beautiful paint wrap that you guys had his birthday weekend. And he's a Michigan native from Upper Peninsula there. Uh, so it, it's always good, you know, uh, moving forward, uh, going into Darlington, Bristol, and, and eventually rounding out this round of Road to Pro. Um, what are your expectations right now as far as where you would like you sitting personally and where you would like your team to be sitting to try to set you guys up for round three for that contender? Um, I think we're doing everything right, at least for round two. I think there's a few things that we need to change for contender. Uh, my personal expectations, um, I think, I hope we can make it to the Coke series. But it, I mean, if we don't, it was a it was a great campaign this year. I think at least one of us from our team will get into the contender or into Coke Series. I hope. Um, it's it's really odd right now because there's a lot of good guys in the Coke Series that are possibly going to fall out into a contender. So it's it's definitely going to be a really interesting season. And I mean, we still got to look forward to the end of the, this uh, Road to Pro Round Two season because anything can happen. Well, with that, Andrew, before we let you go and uh, get ready for the next round, of course, which is, of course, in a couple of Thursdays from now, where can people go to follow you, your team, Tranquility Esports, and keep up with the rest of this season of the qualifying series and possibly moving forward to the contenders? Yeah, um, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, and then I think our race team is uh, Race Tranquility on Twitter as our handle. And, uh, you know, the podium and FTF broadcasts have been great this year. Um, I, I have no clue who's doing 
the contender series yet, but it'll probably be on the iRacing account if I'm not mistaken. That's where it was last year. So we're, we're just hoping for uh, for some good races next. Well, that is Andrew Navarro, two-time winner for the E-NASCAR qualifying series. We wish him the best of luck, as well as the rest of the Tranquility Esports team. Coming up after the break, we cover news of the week. You're listening to the iRacers download from the SpeedSport Podcast Studio, powered by MyRacePass. Welcome back to the iRacers download from the SpeedSport Podcast Studio, powered by MyRacePass. Taylor Burris back here with Dustin Logston and our producer Richard Colbreth, and we have a lot of news to cover from championship events in the world of Outlaws Dirt Late Model Series to, of course, some upcoming teasers, I would have to say, here on the iRacing service to the crowning of a champion down in Australia for the V8 Supercars. Let's kick things off first and foremost, though, Dustin, with none other than the World of Outlaw Dirt Late Model Series, powered by Butt Kicker, as they were in their championship runs, and Blake Majulis came out on top over at I-55 Speedway in a stunning battle with teammate Evan C. to come out on top. This 50-lap feature race was by far one of the most exciting races to watch between the two teammates this season. Oh, yeah. I mean, these guys definitely put on a show for everybody out there. Uh, and what better way to do it uh, as, you know, it is being dubbed as one of the cleanest races that has been ran in this series thus far. Uh, and again, what what better tag and what better way to have that than with two teammates leading the way like that, battling it out. Um, I, I tell you what, I mean, it's. Say did an excellent job trying to chase down his teammate, uh, Blake Majulis, on that one there. Uh, but again, two powerhouse dirt drivers for sure. Uh, and that goes to show with, you know, Majulis coming in as the first two time winner in five rounds right now in the iRacing World of Outlaws Butt Kicker Late Model Series. It certainly is. But one thing I have to say we got to talk about a little bit, Dustin, is the surprise absence in the championship standings of two major other powerhouses of the world of dirt racing on iRacing. You have one driver who's a multiple-time champion, of course, none other than, of course, Alex Bergeron, who finished 16th in the feature, only making really a handful of features this season alone, and then Hayden Cardwell, who ended up finishing 20th, 11 laps down due to the fact of an incident that happened middle of the race. What do you think maybe could be that issue? Is it just because the power ranking and the driving styles and the driver talent roster is growing and expanding even more so? Or do you think maybe someone like Bergeron, who's trying to branch out to multiple different branches of racing, could be struggling in this championship because of that? It could be any number of factors that you listed there. Uh, I definitely think that the the roster of talent, I mean, we got to remember that this this series took a hiatus there for a little bit and then came back. And I mean, that allowed drivers once they heard it was coming back. I think you had a lot of the, uh, a lot of the high talent drivers really start coming out and showing exactly what they had to try to bring this series back. And that's exactly what they did. I think the level of talent has increased, uh, which has added to it. Bergeron's has got a lot on his plate, um, you know, trying to branch out to different things. Uh, you know, this, the I 55 race, uh, he, you know, barely made it in on an LCQ into the the main events and like you said you know a 16th place finish in that uh in that feature event you know hard luck by cardwell uh it's it's hard to tell what's going on with that that this situation in this event in i-55 was something that uh, was out of his control um but again you, you can't mistake the the point of you know that these drivers that were you know their powerhouses in this uh you know 
they seem like they happen to be struggling in this 2022 season. It certainly is. And we'll see if they're able to find a way to rebound because there's not a lot of races left. We're already crossed the halfway point of this 2022 season. And of course, the next round, we're not going to Aruba or Jamaica. Note, we're heading on over to Kokomo as Kokomo Speedway will be the next round Monday, August 29th at 9 p.m. Catch all the action live on iRacing's social media platform and, of course, on Dirt Vision for free. So if you have a Dirt Vision subscription, if you want to check them out, you can watch the action also live on Dirt Vision. Well, from getting down and dirty to going to the land down under, the cash converters e-series supercars e-series has come to a close and it was none other than madison down and brody kostecki taking home the gold and taking home the championship as they clinched it at the famous oran raceway and we'll see these drivers do battle it was a great battle to see kostecki though had a little bit of issues in the middle of that run but was still able to come out on top with the championship yeah, uh, in the middle of the run, and it's in an area that you would not, you know, typically see Kostecki have issues with, and it happened to have a, you know, it was down pit road. Lost a lot of time uh, on pit road, uh, only came out. He had an 8.1 second gap before uh, pit time started, and he come out and lost almost seven seconds on that pit stop, only 1.3 seconds ahead of Vaughn, but was still able to hold on to it. Was able to hold on and get that uh, get that victory, and ended up taking that uh, that title. Yeah, Dwayne Warren, of course, along with Jordan Caruso, would finish ahead of him. But with that, it was none other than Downs and Kostecki who took home the win of the championship and a ten thousand dollar cash prize bonus on that. With that also, we have to say that is probably most interesting to see with these V8 supercars. Of course, iRacing's partnership with the V8 supercars has been really extraordinary here recently. We've seen new additions from the tracks released here on the service to the updated cars that was released a little while ago. And of course, a lot of talk about some new tracks from the Australia circuit coming aboard, as well as also the possibility of the brand new generation of the Australian V8 supercars coming to iRacing. Maybe not at this moment, but in the future, there has been talks. Uh, and I got to say, it's a great to see a series, another series like the Australian V8 Supercars partnering with iRacing to be able to open up the door to maybe people who've never seen this series to go out, race these cars on the tracks that they race at and get the chance for people from around the world to get new viewership on this, I had to say, one of the best global series in the world. And I, I could not agree with you anymore on that, Taylor. I mean, it really is. Uh, the V8 Supercar Series doesn't get enough love for, you know, what they do. I mean, these these cars are, they're fast, they're competitive, um, they're a blast to drive on the sim, it, uh, and it does. You know, getting being able to partner with them like that and building up that uh, that partnership gets that promotion out there. They have a lot more, you know, drivers and fans that typically would not have followed the Supercar Series at all. Now that they've been in the supercar series, they've been in some, you know, in official races and they've been having fun with them on a lot of the, all the tracks that they run in real life, you know, it's bringing that viewership in, you know, and that's what iRacing is good at is building those partnerships and helping build brands along the way. It certainly is. And speaking of building brands, building names and bringing attention to some amazing circuits that are coming aboard here on the iRacing service. iRacing for the past couple of weeks has 
sent out some little teasers of some scan tracks that are coming to the service in the near future. When, we don't know. Of course, the new build is just literally right around the corner. We're on week 10 of 13, so only a few weeks left before we really start seeing what's to come in the new build. But one of those, of course, being Lucas Oil Speedway was showcased on the iRacing service last week after we were off the air, of course, here on the iRacer service. And I got to say, it's good to see another dirt track coming on board to the iRacing service, which will be a big help, especially when we have the World of Outlaws CarQuest Dirt Sprint Car Series coming to iRacing at the end of the year. Absolutely. And you uh, you better believe that uh, with this being released here and, you know, with the new series coming out, uh, I would be highly surprised if Lucas Oil Speedway does not find itself in the season schedule for for that series. But like you said, I mean, it's it's great to see these these dirt tracks coming out because there is a huge following when it comes to dirt racing, uh, just like with in, any form of racing, whether it's open wheel, whether it's V8 supercar, whether it's NASCAR, you know, the world of outlaws has a huge following. And up until now, you know, drivers just have not had a place really to let their talents uh, really come out. Uh, but iRacing's given them that platform for sure. And not just in one platform, but in another platform as well. Of course, don't forget iRacing partnering with Monster Games to release the brand new World of Outlaws Dirt Racing game. A game where we have not seen this style of racing on any consoles since the early 2000s. So it's great to even see iRacing jumping over into the world of console racing to help bring World of Outlaws to the public on the console side. Yeah, that was probably one of the best acquisitions that iRacing did was uh, with the purchase of Monster Games. And like you said, uh, the last one uh, title like that was the World of Outlaw Sprint Cars, uh, released 2002, circa 2002. Um, and it's uh, it, it did. It brought a lot of fans uh, from the console into that, that the whole, you know, environment of what is dirt racing. And it's awesome to see you know, monster games coming back into it with the help of iRacing, helping with the model builds, helping with the the handling models and everything else to get it more so like an actual dirt car. And it's going to feature a lot of different cars too. It's not just going to feature the sprint cars. There's You're going to have street stocks in there. There's late models. So I, it's they have definitely put some time and effort into it, Taylor. Even not only that, but also some of the tracks that we on iRacing don't even have. I remember seeing tracks such as the Texas Motor Speedway's dirt track, which is just right as you're coming into the Texas Motor Speedway. There's the dirt track right outside the speedway. So it's pretty cool to see them add that to the iRacing service. And of course, if you remember back in the 2002, there was even a dirt track over at Las Vegas. So of course, a lot of great tracks that is being added to this game that we don't even have the chance to drive on iRacing at this moment. Not to say that'll happen here pretty soon, but great to see that this is a game that where people can go on there, try out dirt racing, maybe if they don't have what it takes to get onto the PC side. But who knows? It may consider people to come on from the console over to the PC and race, and then vice versa as well. Yeah, and iRacing, I mean, they're they're not slouches when it comes to marketing. They know how to try to reach out to to different demographics. Uh, and they know that there is a huge, there's huge potential right now in the console, um, you know, region. So for them to reach out to do that, uh, it very well could transpire over into, you know, drivers saying, you know what, this console stuff was pretty good. You know, that iRacing and the dirt stuff was fun. I've got a PC, specs will run iRacing. I'm going to sit here and get me an account and I'm going to come over and see what I can't do on the PC side. So uh, it was definitely a good call all the way around. 
It certainly was. Well, from one dirt track, we're going to get a little bit rocky here. And, of course, a little bit of a scenery showcase was happening earlier to, on August 25th, for those of you who are listening to the podcast, uh, of a special little bit of a scenic look for an upcoming track that iRacing is currently working on. And a lot of people had a, quite a bit of a buzz on it because some people were thinking, ooh, is it Pikes Peak or is it some other hill climb style racetrack? Well, a lot of people are looking maybe towards our friends across the pond and over towards Norway, where one people, some people have determined it was a possibility of a Norwegian track, and iRacing confirming this rock formation to be located in Norway. Yeah, it's a lot of people, you know, we're hoping, hoping for that Pikes Peak. Uh, but you know what? It's you and I, Taylor, would, had talked about that prior to, you know, the podcast. Uh, I, we definitely see Pikes Peak coming at some point in time. Uh, it's just it's too historic of a track. Uh, with so much history to for iRacing not to capitalize on that. But like you said, you know, a lot of people doing a lot of research. I guarantee you there was a lot of Googling going on uh, for different tracks, and they had it down to, like you said, an area in Norway, uh, Rudskogen. Um, they rock formation iRacing has almost nailed down. So again, this would place, uh, if this is indeed exactly what it is, uh, it would place the second norwegian based track in the sim right now second only to hell circuit i do got to give some credit though to some of the people who were getting on involved with social media in fact uh new jersey motorsports park on twitter a few hours ago on when this announcement was released showed uh, a rocky formation on the outside of their track making people think maybe that it was them getting a much needed update from the tech track days that they have been oh so longly enduring on the service for quite some time. But unfortunately, I think it's not that case for this time. But who knows? Maybe New Jersey Motorsports Park will have that chance to come on the service as a full scan like its sister tech track, Long Beach. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it would be nice. I mean, again, excellent tracks, you know, to come on. And I mean, that's the great thing about iRacing is, you know, they, they've been going scan crazy, uh, you know, scanning tracks to bring new tracks in trying to cater to the entire racing uh, populace out there because not all of us like just going around in circles and turning left. There's, there's a large majority of us that like turning left and right. So for them to, uh, to cater, you know, to everybody out there, I mean, their, their, you know, resume book, as far as what they have to choose from, uh, as far as tracks um, is limitless. It certainly is. And we can't thank iRacing enough for their amazing hard work here. Well, with that, though, it's time that we come to a conclusion of this episode. Dustin, I got to say thank you for coming on. And, of course, for those of you who are wanting to keep up with Dustin and some of the amazing things he's got over at Nerd TV or the Nerditudes, go check them out also on all their social media, which I'll let Dustin go ahead and give a quick shout-out for. Yeah, so you can check out the, the all the nerds. Uh, and, again, nerds with attitude. Uh, check us out on the web, nerditudes.com. Uh, we are on YouTube, Twitch, uh, and Facebook, all nerditudes uh, for handles. Uh, you know, we, we're nerds, we love gaming, uh, and we love racing. So who's to say that nerds can't be gearheads too? So, and again, I appreciate you letting me coming on here uh, and, and having some fun talking about uh, some of the things that, yes, nerds do like talking about, which is racing. 
It certainly is the case. I'm a nerd myself, and I can't think about anything better to talk about than racing and all things nerd. So let's go ahead and come to a close. Of course, for our special guest, Andrew Navarro, and of course, none other than our amazing producer, Mr. Richard Colbreth. I'm Taylor Burris. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the iRacers Download from the Speedsport Podcast Studio, powered by My Race Pass. <laughs>